blueberries. Do you want to know what's hilarious is like I've been putting blueberries and both my dogs have puzzle bowls and like it's it just like, goes around and around. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just like doom doo doom 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 doo doom doom boom. Let's snoot snoot boom. Let's snoot. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. I'm Heidi. And I'm Vero. And we and are going to boop. 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 It's a springtime boop. I guess spring it was officially. Boop. I guess it was officially spring. I forget when. But anyways. Was a while it officially ago. spring yet? Or maybe not. <laughs> was it? Yes. A long time. It just hasn't felt like it because of our weather. I think it was in. Oh, I was going to say April. Was it April? <laughs> <laughs> well anyway we have same date an, every year but we don't know <laughs> <laughs> um so we are we're gonna boop about a, a couple of things today first of all an exciting announcement then uh, a little a little briefing after last week's boop and yes. then and then and then another topic for us to boop about yes yes but before we start we would like mm -hmm. to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Holy Raw is a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well being. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com, holy raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw. Thank you, Holy Raw. And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 La Colle Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hot Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Let's Booba Snoots. <laughs> Speaking of Stray Dog, mm -hmm. they recently um, generously gave us some items for a draw on the podcast. Um, some items for a prize. So over the last month, we've asked our listeners to share um, our posts on their Instagram and tag us and Stray Dog in their posts. Um, and we did the draw today on who won the prize. So drumroll. <laughs> Fergus is our winner. So Mr. Fergus Wheaton. That's mr.fergusweaton is our winner. Yay! Yay! It's Fergalicious! It's Fergalicious. <laughs> that beer is going to be Fergalicious. <laughs> <laughs> so it says here Fergus and then in brackets Gus Gus or Ferg. Mm -hmm. He is a soft-coated Irish Wheaton Terrier. He is six months from Ottawa and living the sweet life with mum. <laughs> 
That's cute. I love it. Congratulations. Congrats. For We're going to reach out. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. So, um, I just was like reeling all week af- after our podcast last week. Yes. With, with you, Monsieur Evan Doggett. Um, we had like several questions, but they were very big questions. So we only got to like two of them (laughs) (laughs) because, um, it's, it's such a huge topic, like, and it's one that I continue to like struggle with. And there was like a lot of super awesome takeaways from the discussions that we had last week. And there was like a lot of like, (gasps) like shock face, (gasps) like all the, evidence he had to support and I knew he was like super knowledgeable when it came to nutrition and stuff but um anyways I found it super valuable a super valuable discussion yes me too what did you think of it because so I'm curious to know what you thought of it because you are a raw food feeder I honestly cannot afford it (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could if I win the lottery tomorrow these dogs will be eaten raw for life but what I really liked was the tips and tricks that he gave me. But anyways, I asked you, so as a raw feeder, what were, what did, like, what was the big thing for you? The big thing for me, um, so a lot of like the little tips that Evan mentioned, it's kind of like I knew already, but it just reinforced it. So I call myself like a lazy raw food feeder where... <laughs> you know I'll put some spinach one day and then I won't do it for like another four days or I'll put some blueberries one day and then I won't do it for a while um but now like I'm making (laughs) I am making more of an effort because he did provide some great evidence about like orange uh vegetables and then Mm -hmm. greens on a decreased cancer rate yeah. Um, so to me, I was just like, okay, I really got to like kick it up a notch in my kitchen. Um, and also, I think it might like cost a little less <laughs> because if you're putting like half a banana, putting some spinach, putting some blueberries, um, mm-hmm. you put a little less raw food. <laughs> yeah. So in a way, maybe it costs a little less than raw food. Um, so I've been doing a bigger effort. And putting those like toppers on my dog's food because it really, it really, really sounds like, and it makes sense, but it's making a big difference Mm -hmm. in their longevity. Um, Yeah. So yeah, that was like my biggest takeaway. It was like, I knew this, haven't been doing it as much as I should, but now I'm just, that was like a kick in the butt. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree that was like one of the hugest takeaway for me and like I'm even worse than a lazy raw food feeder I'm a lazy kibble feeder (laughs) (laughs) I've tried different things and like I think like you know it's easy to say that like your dog's unique and you have these individual problems but I currently have two very separate problems going on with either one of my dogs when it comes to their food so there's Gibbon, my Weimaraner, who has had pancreatitis in the past. He's super um, sensitive to any kind of change in diet and treat or anything like that. And we have to, like, since his super bad bouts of pancreatitis, watch the fat content. So even cracking an egg over his food sends him into, like, a super unhealthy 
spiral. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's trying to troubleshoot the different things and it it can, it, it, it is a full-time job like it. And I can remember there was a period of time where we did raw feed gibbon. And I remember speaking with the person who I was buying the food from, and they were like, Oh, you have to make sure to include your like, um, omega threes. And so we're going to recommend this and make sure you're getting some like roughage in. Right. Like, and they, he, Mm -hmm. he did a great job of explaining and like, you know, relating it to what wild dogs or wolves would eat and like the entrails like and animals and stuff like this and it all like makes sense but it does like think about like when if if any of you have ever gone like on a special diet before it requires like a thought process it requires like planning it requires like all of that yeah and I think depending on what your lifestyle and even the people in your home it can be like easier and and harder for some and that's why i was looking like like the the nice easy tips and tricks that he was saying or like sort of the changes that we've started to make around here so uh, the great thing about it is that i personally have been making some dietary (laughs) changes for myself recently (laughs) and trying to eat more fresh so we have a lot of that fresh stuff available and i find for me like it's really easy for in a busy family and busy schedules and work, blah, 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 work-life balance for fresh food to go bad, mm-hmm. which like is just like the bane of my existence. I'm like, okay, we got to like use this like tonight. How am I going to use like all this spinach? We have like so much spinach yeah. and stuff like that. So it's, it's, you it's just put it in the blender now. Exactly. So um, I had a huge conversation with my husband after uh, last week's podcast to say like, oh my God, like this is like what I learned from it. And uh, like one of the things that I remember Evan talking about was like making this multivitamin for your dog and like how Mm -hmm. it was like a game changer for, so I told my husband about it and I'm not even kidding you. Like that evening he went out and bought like kefir milk and like (laughs) all these like things and stuff (laughs) like that. And like, he's like, where's our ice cube trays? And he's like (laughs) looking to make (laughs) this blend. So I was like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa." like, like let's give it some time here. Let's like play out the week and stuff like that. But like, absolutely. Like I told him buy the biggest tray of blueberries from Costco because I take those like daily pretty much like mm-hmm. in my lunch and stuff like that and I've started just like even when I'm making my lunch I'll hand feed some blueberries to the dogs they love yes. the blueberries love the blueberries or like a strawberry yeah blackberry and blackberry like any of that stuff that I've had we always have like a ton of spinach on hand so I'm like if ever we get to the bottom and it's like getting a little bit soggy or a little bit whatever I'm like throw it in so we have like a ziploc bag going in the freezer of like this like compost style like leftover yeah like berries that are starting to wilt or spinach that doesn't look its finest or you know like if you're peeling end- some carrots yeah that type of stuff, which we are going to put into the blender with some kefir milk tonight and freeze Yay. in trays so that we can do that. And I was thinking of even like taking it a little bit further because like I also like just as a little rando thought here, I I belong to like a soup group on Facebook because I really like <laughs> making soups and like healthy soups that are like super awesome. Anyways, and um, there's like freezable like uh containers like tupperware containers and perfect like individual like amounts and stuff like that so you can freeze soup in like the, a huge like almost like imagine like a like an ice cube tray like on steroids where you can do like one cup portions or half cup portions yeah. or whatever portions 
and I was thinking about buying some that are like 25% of like the dog's diet, same thing and putting them in there so that you're giving 25% mm. fresh whenever yeah. you can and that type of thing. So um, I'm hoping to do that with them. I have been adding stuff to their bowls in the meantime, like Lou gets an egg because she can. Gibbon, I've tried it before and I know it sends him into a vomiting and have you tried the liner of the egg? So, uh, like, how do you get just the liner out? So I tried it because yeah. Millhouse will will put the egg, will crush the, um, oh my god, the shell yeah. into his food, and then he won't eat it. Yeah, He'll, like take it out and put it on the floor, and then Ralph will go over and eat it. So you just crack it, and then it it honestly comes out super easily. Does it? Yeah. Because I was looking for it because I was doing the same thing because I was curious to see if Lou was going to eat like her egg tonight. And I cracked it. So I did like a a little bit less kibble. Then I put like I scrunched up a bunch of different spinach like into like tiny little shreds so that it like mixed in with the kibble. Because I was worried about them being like like to the side. (laughs) And Millhouse does that. And then I put spinach too. Blueberries. Do you want to know what's hilarious? Is like I've been putting blueberries and both my dogs have puzzle bowls and like it's it just goes round and round. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's just like they're playing like blueberry hockey with their tongues through these like puzzle bowls. Like I was like Gibbon could not do it. Like first day I put blueberries in there. He was just standing there, but it almost becomes like a snuffle mat or something like that because they're trying so but I felt so bad for the dude I like literally just like dumped the bowl because it was like five minutes solid of him trying to yes. just get like these last couple of blueberries chasing them around the bowl like I was just like oh he's come on he's got to get it now he's got to oh no 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 almost watching it for like five minutes and I was like I can't do this anymore and I just like flipped the bowl and like he was like nom 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 and I was like yay we're done yay and he's like my tongue hurts yes. <laughs> but anyways um so I put like blueberries and I cracked an egg on top and then tried to smush everything into it so that like she couldn't take it out but uh, yeah she wasn't a huge fan of the eggshell mm. and and even Gibbon won't eat it, like, when she took it out to the side of the floor. And even if there's some pieces of spinach that are too big, it's it's falling. Like, she's putting it on the floor next to the bowl. And it's, <laughs> like, you like buggers. I know. I well, Millhouse certain... will eat it if you get close to it, though. You're like, oh, what's this? And then you put your hand <laughs> close, and he's like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> he's like, that's mine. But, yeah, if you crack your the egg... Mm-hmm. you just break a little piece of shell but don't like pull it off you'll see okay. like a, a layer of skin and then you just pull this layer of skin out and it comes out yeah okay i need to try this man but mm-hmm. and maybe i'll give the liner to gibbon and like the rest yeah. of it like luke can eat yeah maybe he'll be okay with just a liner yeah yeah i'll have to give that a try but anyways that's where we're sort of heading for that and i kind of want to like just like rehash and I know we had an episode once on like the the good things and the bad things of what to and what to not feed your dog and just making sure that we're not putting anything bad yeah in their in their multivitamins or their 25% fresh like little uh little frozen pucks they're going to be getting but um like I think I might just like even like because we we tried to 
get a can of salmon per week and just put a tablespoon like into Lou's um, bowl to see to help her out because her issue nutrition issue is like allergies like she has welts on her tummy she's got like super yeasty ears um and i'm hoping some of this is gonna help her yeah so and i try with it like i even like i remember um evan saying even coconut oil but i tried the coconut oil thing and it just like eventually like sends gibbs vomiting like nonstop. it was it was good with um with Lou but it's like now it's like I, I'm making it's like in true mom style I'm making like this kid what this kid wants and needs and this kid what this kid wants <laughs> it's like you're making like multi meals for my dogs and I'm like this is getting out of hand but it, anyways I think it I think it will be interesting once we check out with the kefir milk and see how Gibbon does with that because even yeah. if it's one just little ice cube firm he seems to be doing well with the blueberries we tried giving him a spoonful of like salmon with like salmon oil. And again, the oil is like a little bit fatty and like had the stools going, but which takes me to my next point, which I found like a, a key takeaway and I still haven't gone to like look at it and see how much it costs and everything. But he was talking about animal biome, like mm-hmm. the website animal biome yes. and how you can send a stool sample. Cause I'd be, I might do it for both of my dogs because I want to know if Lou is missing something from her diet because when we get into what I want to boop about next, you'll understand why a little bit more. But and then for Gibbon, it's like I can't figure out the good things to feed him without making him like horribly ill. Yeah. So I think I might try it with that too. But again, it's depending on the cost. Like at least Lou eats and she doesn't get sick very often. But with Gibbs, it's like I'm like, I'm gonna drive to be it's difficult because you try something and then he's like puking for three days and he loses weight because my dogs are just like right on the mark with their weights and stuff like that where it's almost like I don't know I have to be careful with them because again like addressing another topic that was a key takeaway for me as well as the fat the whole fasting aspect yes see we did that this week yes two days yeah yeah they survived (laughs) Well, they t- they told I know they can yeah. survive. I would definitely want to do it once a week with my dogs, and I definitely want to do the three day fast twice a year with my dogs. Um, yeah, man, See, we are, did my parents going to hate this. <laughs> you did forty eight. Yeah, yeah. Because we feed them in the morning. We feed them once a day now. Mm-hmm. Um, so every day is like twenty four hours, right? Yeah. So we did an extra day. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's worthwhile. I think it makes sense. And again, there's like evidence to support it. And it has me even questioning whether I can do raw. Like Evan was just so helpful in so many ways. Like, man, like I, I expected to get like some tips and tricks, but it was like a full-on lesson (laughs) you know what I mean and like I still am a firm believer that like the barrier for a lot of people is the cost of like raw for sure it it like it it is for me and it's not like I'm not living at the poverty line here um I I totally get that and he makes a lot of good points and that you if you're feeding raw and you're feeding your dogs healthy food it's less trips to the vet 
totally agree with like all of the reasons that he's that he said but also willing to explore like any avenue where i could make it happen for my dog so um another point i'll bring you to the third point that i found like super valuable um and that was just like again like he he talked about these multivitamins he talked about fasting your dogs to make it a bit cheaper and he talked about if you know any hunters depending on where you are like Mm -hmm. taking like unwanted pieces of meat um and and working a raw diet in that way and i'm lucky enough to have a couple of new hunters in the family so i'll have to chat with them about things and just like see how that would work and if it's doable and again i don't want to go trying too many new things at once yeah um because again you you don't want to be yo-yoing your dogs around like different diets and stuff like that but um i think it's like definitely worthwhile like exploring but yeah the the evidence that he brought up about you know the orange and the green like basically he he for anyone who didn't tune in last week he quoted like a study where they took westies who are uh, pre predisposed to bladder cancer it's like genetically predisposed to bladder cancer and they took um they divvied them up into three groups one where they were fed strictly kibble another one where they were fed i believe 25 percent like orange stuff like pumpkin squash like um Mm -hmm. sweet potato carrots sweet potato and then in the third group it was greens like spinach kale uh lettuce uh different stuff like that and that in the orange the orange group was 70 something percent less likely to to get cancer and the green group was 90 something percent less likely to get cancer so that right there is like a is pretty eye-opening yeah it's true like kibble is processed at the end of the day it's processed so everybody who saw supersize me (laughs) yeah the documentary where this individual went to a physician, got a baseline like health assessment, then started eating McDonald's every single day for a month. And I don't think he made it to the end of the month because I don't think so. I think he was going into liver failure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So same yeah. you know, for the Puccinos, like their, their stomachs are a bit stronger where we're not sending them into liver failure, but it's definitely why you hear all these different stories of dogs like look at becky she had a huge bladder tumor we had no idea Mm -hmm. and it was you know a week and and we had to put her down like a week of displaying symptoms and like you just don't even know and this type of stuff and i think i'm pretty sure it's safe to say that cancer is one of the leading causes of death in animals and it's because of the junk that we're feeding them so um, my first small step in the right direction is going to be to aim for fresh every day mm-hmm. and try to aim for like 25% fresh every day. And I'm going to yeah. do that. I'm going to specifically do that by hanging on to fresh substances from my kitchen, saving them in a Ziploc plastic bag in the freezer and then thawing them and making multivitamins in like quarter cup portions yes. that I can easily take take out and feed my dogs. That is yes. how I am going to do it. Yes. Yes. What I've been doing is just throwing it, <laughs> throwing it on their food in the morning. <laughs> Spinach, berries, the probiotics, yeah. the phytoplankton. Yeah. Yeah. Just throwing it on there. <laughs> I st- I've started by throwing it on there, but the next step is to like 
prep these like <laughs> these things and see how that goes. The, I the only pro- do multivitamins. Yeah. Like the putting everything in the blender. Yeah. I've bought like raw goat milk and doing it with that as well. Oh wow. Yeah. Where does one get raw goat milk from these days? <laughs> well, there is from Cora. the goat's teeth. <laughs> Yes, you buy yourself a goat. <laughs> you put it in your backyard. <laughs> awesome. There, <laughs> there's some at Holy Raw. And then there's also some at the pet store. Um, I know Ren's pet has it in their freezer section. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Yeah. I think <laughs> next pet, baby goat. <laughs> Just be baby like, goat. train them to stand over the bowl every morning. <laughs> And just milk it directly into the bowl. <laughs> yeah, make wake up every day. Sorry, got to milk the goat and feed the dogs. It's the same task. It's all in one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> An all in one task for all of the animals, all the good things for the animales. So, yes. Yes to the food. Yes, we all know it's good for them. It's just about... A, how to make it happen for you in your lifestyle and on your budget. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to share what I would be doing. Yes. And I bid good luck to you all. Do it. Yas. Do, Do it. you have anything else to add about our episode with Evan or dog nutrition? Um, I don't think so. I hope we get like a third episode with Evan. Oh, yeah. In a year. <laughs> I know. I feel like food is something that like you could do several hours on while like even in our episode I mentioned when we first in some of our first podcasts it took two episodes to address the whole like food thing. Um, And it is overwhelming. That's why like one of our first questions that you know ended up being half of our episode was just like Mm -hmm. where do you even start? Like it's such an overwhelming topic. And yeah. you know what the right thing is, but you can't necessarily do it. But and I know like one of our uh, rapid fire questions was about the Forever Dog book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did purchase that book and I've barely read any of it. So I'm reading it now and it's all about um, exposure to chemicals, how it's much higher in dogs than humans. Mm-hmm. And Heidi, like, I messaged you this week. I'm like, what do you use to clean your floors? <laughs> yeah (laughs) so I'm like I'm looking for a natural product to clean my floors with and I don't know which one's good and which one's not good so if anybody's listening well I think that there's a lot of I think there's a lot of companies that are coming out right now like that are doing like more natural like like products also like I googled and I was making my own cleaning products at one point Yes. And it's and it's pretty easy. Um, and I don't know what I did with those. Uh, I don't know what I did with those recipes. I had them at one point and then I think I lost my phone and then they like left. But I emailed them to someone. But anyways, if you Google like homemade cleaning products recipes, you'll be able to find them. And it's like a lot of it is like concentrates of baking soda, vinegar, and then you can add an essential oil of like whatever Uh, you want so I go to the store sage to to purchase a lot of them I still use certain things like 
for cleaning like I've gotten rid of a lot of our cleaners but there's a lot of great companies coming out so one of them is and I think I mentioned this on a podcast ages ago too is called True Earth and it's Canadian I think it was made by three Canadian brothers and they're starting to really expand their cleaning products so they started out as just um, uh, laundry strips so it comes in a cardboard yeah. box code. There's no plastic. And that's the reason why I started purchasing from them. Because I, I didn't want to be contributing huge plastic bins to to the ocean anymore. So they have laundry strips that dissolve like in, in your washing machine. Then the next thing they moved to was a multi-purpose cleaner. Like in a spray bottle. So strips, same thing. So you just have to dilute it into a, like a spray bottle of your choosing. With it tells you exactly how much water to put in there. Then they switch to toilet bowl cleaning strips. So same thing. You throw a strip into your toilet and then you can like, like clean everything out. Mm. And now they've expanded to um, laundry tabs, dish detergent tabs. Okay. I but think they it's... do have a floor cleaning product then because I did see True Earth. Yes. Okay. I would highly recommend. I buy several of True Earth's products and I'm pretty happy with them. Like the laundry strips, um, Hundo P yes and i think their stuff is like very few ingredient not a lot of chemicals if any at all and i have nothing but good things to say about them so yas to true earth okay and um some of their stuff like they have bundles and they had like a sale on earth day and stuff like that but also like i might even google just how to make my own laundry tabs because it looks like it's pretty easy but Yes, a lot of baking soda, and baking soda is pretty cheap at Costco, just so you know. Hmm. <laughs> but it's gonna. So maybe I, I can make my own floor cleaner. Yes, you can, and just like get like a container of some sort. There's also like another good place to check out would be Terra Twenty. Uh, the, yes. it, they're a huge conglomerate, and they have a bunch of stuff. They have like programs. I know for like a lot of like soaps and and stuff like that where you you buy containers and you come in and they refill it there so you can refill it there on the spot and and I don't know what's in their different soaps that they make or who makes them but something to check out as well all right we diverted Hmm. a little bit onto cleaning topics there but yes chemicals (laughs) yes chemicals and dogs you hear stories about like people buying a Glade plug-in and their dog getting like horrendously ill and them not realizing yeah that it that it's like those super harsh toxic febreze and like all that stuff too yeah 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 y'alls oh man y'alls so moving on to our next topic i thought this would be worthwhile since we were talking with the dog trainer too and talking about like all these things uh behaviors can also come because of the gut as well Mm -hmm. So I've really been struggling with my dog, Lou, lately. And I was talking to Barrow about this. She, like, we, we she was, I'll, I'll call her a rescue. She was returned to the breeder and we agreed to take her. And she was, like, the opposite of my Gibbon, who I had since he was a pup, so trained and has, has all the manners that we need him to in our house. But she's five years old and we had behavior issues right at the get-go so she's a counter surfer she has accidents in the house she will like seek and destroy things if you leave her like unattended during the day and she came with a history of not doing well in the crate like either escaping it or being super destructive like within the crate so very recently uh i showed vero and i also had to contact 
our other friend who we mention on here all the time, Canines in the Capital, Mish from Canines in the Capital, because um, this was sort of like the breaking point for me. So she wasn't feeling well one morning. She was vomiting. Um, she vomited throughout the night. And then in the morning, I was all, I'm the first one up and out of the household. And my husband texted me and said, she's still vomiting. She didn't eat her breakfast. So we have a house where we can separate with doors into different areas. So I told her to keep her in the back area where our old furniture was and the kitchen, a tile floor and everything so that she d- didn't vomit on our beautiful, nice new, newer couches. And I texted that to him. I said, maybe put her in the back. Now, she is a very nervous energy dog that we've been trying to work with. And she's learned some manners, but, like, she still needs work on them. Um, But very nervous energy. And I thought my husband knew that. And I didn't think that my husband would separate her from her other dog, Gibbon, for the day. But he did. He read the text and he took it word for word and just took her and put her in the back of the house. And she completely destroyed (laughs) one of our doors. Yes. Like. It looks bad. Oh, it looks bad. You can even, <laughs> Vero, you can, I'll send the photo to you and you can use it as like the, the picture to this episode. You can see the nervous energy that this dog had. Yes. So oh it was God. clawing, I'm sure, scratching like you wouldn't believe. And oh. anyways, the door was toast. There was no repairing this door. We have a new door already ordered. <laughs> so we were supposed to pick it up this last weekend. They weren't able to finish it. Whatever. We're getting a new door. And I sent a photo of this door to my good old buddy, old pal, Misha Capitals and the canine. Sent the photo to her with a caption that said, I think it's time we, we talk about crate training. <laughs> and she sent me a message back just saying, like, the delivery is amazing. Like, that's like, well, amazing and true dogs like we said whether it happens with food it happens it happens and we're humans and it's like we want to do the very best and we need to perform and we need need to do all the things to live a good and merry life but sometimes behaviors like fall by the wayside or practices or your best intents like fall by the wayside and um they definitely have with this dog and i've procrastinated crate training her saying like oh well you know it was just a little bit of garbage she got into or it's just a little bit of this or she just had the one accident this week but no more excuses like this dog has got issues and I need to like be addressing them and the first thing I have to do is crate trainer and yeah um but there's lots of things to explore when you're looking at issues with your dog so one of the first things that like after the door incident like I said like we've we've really got some work to do and like there's multiple people living in my household which contribute to this dog's life on a daily basis so the first thing you got to do is make sure everybody's on board you need to figure out what you what you need to do and then you need to make sure everybody's on board so for since the door incident so for the past week and a bit I've just been pointing out behaviors with my husband so like he like to the point where he's not even aware of them anymore so she'll climb onto the couch right directly onto his lap and like she would crawl inside him if she had the opportunity Mm. to like just (laughs) so super in the personal space and he just lets it happen like so no personal or affectionate like boundaries like whatsoever yeah so since the door incident it's been like i i've been in little ways that i can incorporate into my daily practice set boundaries with her so that she learns to listen to us again so it's sitting at the door before we let her outside like thresholds 
So yeah. making them sit and they're not allowed to go outside until I say so. Um, it's putting her in place for long periods of time. When we go up to bed at the end of the night, not letting her jump right onto the bed and cl- climb into bed with us. Like we, we have a place that the I make her sit in place or like lay in place on the floor at the end of the bed. And just like reinstating like, hey, you need to ask permission. You need to be mm-hmm. paying attention to what we're doing. And like when you do it, you will be rewarded with attention and love and all the things that you need. But you need to learn how to listen to us again. The other thing I'm thinking, and the whole point of this discussion is to just figure out how to troubleshoot a dog, is I'm I'm worried, is it the diet and that she's feeling so badly that's causing the behavioral issues and the accidents and stuff like this? Yeah. Because, or like, yeah, it could be a mix of them both. So started with just, like, more firmer boundaries in the household. The next thing I'm going to do, again, is focusing on giving a bit more fresh and stuff that she needs. She's been poop eating Mm -hmm. like she's done all of these things sporadically and in between but in the last two weeks it's been like so bad so it's just like not listening a lot of destructive behavior like during the day a lot of in the house accidents so even this morning we did our normal routine I I'm the first one up I don't feed them like the other boys in the household do when they get up a little bit later but when I get up in the morning I get up I get ready and in my room when it's time to go downstairs I open up the door the dogs come downstairs and meet me and I let them outside and I watch them because I want to make sure she's not poop eating or doing anything bad. And I will, you're, I'm also watching their poop to see what their poop looks like and see how they're doing. And so I did this. She had a poop. She had a big pee. I opened the door because Gibbon was ready to come back in and she came and jumped right up onto the deck and wanted to come in too. So I was like, perfect. Poop, pee, amazing. So then I start making my lunch. And usually she goes back upstairs like to bed. And Gibbon goes back to the couch like in the front to lay in his spot. And and then I just leave. And it's and it's fine. So she, so I made my lunch. I got ready for work and everything like that. And then when I walked to the front of the house, there was a big pile of poop in the living room. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god why though I was like why 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 (laughs) why like I watched you poop and I know sometimes she'll walk a bit and she might have a little bit more poop so I don't know if she saw Gibbon was coming back in was like oh my god I gotta go back inside it was also raining outside not huge fans of the rain yeah but why would you come in and poop in the house after like you I just let you out for a poop and this happens like kind of frequently with her where it's like you'll let her out she'll go for a nice big pee and you come in and within 45 minutes if like she if she's been alone downstairs you come downstairs and there's a huge pee she's peeing in the same spot all the time what if you have you think you need to go out with her and like reward her. we do we've we've done this we've done yeah. this like seriously like my like we've done it where we stand outside I we wait for her to pee we go good girl peepees yay we've given her rewards treats everything and then she comes back in and pees on the floor 40 minutes later and <laughs> just like what the hell? so I have some discussions I'm going to be meeting with uh, canines in the capital to discuss like how to address some of these issues because I thought about starting the crate training and I know how to crate train from like a day one, like a fresh crate train. Yeah. But crate training a dog that has had a negative experience in the crate apparently is a whole different kettle of fish. So I am going to like look up a couple of different videos, but I do have 
plans to meet with Mish and talk about what is the plan to go about this because it is a very different process. And um, thank God I have friends in the right places to help me out with it mm-hmm. because, yeah, we need we need to do some work. But, um, you know, it was nice to hear my husband say, like, today he's like, do whatever, like, whatever you have to do, like, fill me in. I'm on board with it. I'll do whatever you need because – it, it is, it's hard. Like when a dog wants to crawl into your lap and cuddle with you, you're like, this is everything I ever wanted in life. Yes. <laughs> so nice. And she looks yep. so cute. Like I'll send you a photo of her. Like when my husband was away, like, so she is like my husband's dog. Like the love is strong between those two almost in a very weird <laughs> way. And um, he was away for two days. And when he came back, like here, I'm going to show you this photo where she just like, she nuzzle like she looks for any corner like his armpit and just like buries her face in there and then curls into a ball and then is pawing at him and like she keeps her arm around him almost like she's hugging and like clinging to him like a crazy girl oh my god <laughs> like that's what she's like like it's crazy Ooh. i know anyways so I'll share this photo with you, but it's, it's, it's craziness. So I was like, that right there has to change. Like, that's like one of the first things I'm like, don't let her do that. And, but he'll catch himself because you're not paying attention or you're watching TV and all of a sudden like that you're like (laughs) spooning the dog and you're like, how did this happen? (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I, I'm like, and my husband has even said like, we're sitting there on the couch and she's like, wrapped up in his arms and and there she's not like touching him as much but that was like after her like having her both arms around him like for like good 20 minutes but anyways like there's even been several instances where he (laughs) she crawls up she's like in his lap like full-on cuddling him and then he looks at me and he's like oh she got me again he's like i shouldn't be doing this i'm like no no you shouldn't no make her wait, invite her up, like have that step in between where she doesn't just get to do the things that she wants, you know? Yeah. Anyways, she's a work in progress. Miss Lou. Aren't we all? But she's just like on a bad bend here that I just like, I'm feeling like I got to grab hold of the situation now. So yeah, well, it sounds like you're doing some some good things. Yeah, I'm sure that's gonna help. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I might do the animal biome thing and send a stool sample in to see if there's stuff missing from her diet, especially if she's eating poop all the time. Like, yeah. what is it? But, but like, so even like tonight, I gave her food with like egg and blueberries and spinach and everything on top. And then she went outside and ate poop. And I was like, again, like, I was like, why? It's a delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Why did she eat the poop? No. I don't know because Wiggum was the same and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He didn't do it when he was younger. He started when he was older. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it either. So I need to explore that and try different things. But it's like I'm trying two different things with two different dogs and it's like difficult to manage. It's I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But we shall see. But anyways, yes. I just thought it was worthwhile bringing that up and talking about one thing when your dog's behaving, like you're having, if we are struggling in any capacity with your dog, just some of the things to think about 
when you're like, okay, what am I going to do about this? Is it food? Yes. Is it the gut? Is it the behavior? Is it me? Is it the attention? What do they love the most? That's what we're going to use as their reward. Okay. Yeah. It's time to put some rules down again. Take control <laughs> of the situation again. Your husband is a lose reward. Yes. <laughs> I'll have to like keep him in a big bag and be like, okay. Get a, li- a little stuffy of him. <laughs> yes. Her body pillow, like a life-size yeah. body pillow. <laughs> yeah. And when you squeeze him, it's he says something. Yeah. <laughs> Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> Lulies. Lulies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Anyways. Well, I guess we'll see next week if there's any progress. Yes. I hope I will, so. I will keep you in the loop on this one. In the loop. In the loop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a wrap for this episode. Yes. But before we let you go, make sure to check out Holy Raw Nutrition, a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. We would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all-natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. I get all of my food for Ralph and Millhouse from Holy Raw, and I have great things to say about them. Only great things to say about them. Yeah, um, I actually did their drop-off last week because they come near my house actually to do drop-off, and it was so easy and quick. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yasto. Um, Oh, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) You can find Holy Raw on their website at holyrawnutrition.com. Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw. Yas to Holy Raw and also Yas to Stray Dog Brewing (laughs) Company for supporting Let's Boob Snoots. They're located at 501 La Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website, www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. And regardless of when spring started or didn't start in this crazy weather city of ours, <laughs> it's going to be patio season sometime soon. Yes. So head to Stray Dog for some yummy, yummy Stray Dog beer. Yes. Join us next week on Let's Boop Snoots. Boop. Boop.